Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome to another episode of the Run Your Happy Life podcast. I'm Tina, and I'm so, so appreciative and grateful that you guys are choosing to hang out with me today. As always, I know that your time is the most valuable thing that you have, and it is so precious. And the fact that you are letting me spend this time with you in your headphones, on your run, while you're cleaning, shopping, working, driving, whatever it is, I just really appreciate the time to connect with you and to hopefully spread a little motivation and inspiration. So um, let's get to it. As you guys know, those of you who have been following me, listening to me, you know that I have recently started a new, brand new runners group. We started in January. We I call them the Winter Warriors and they are killing it. So they did a one week warm up for the first week in January and they are currently in their week two, which is the first week of our prep program. And so it's so fun to me to be starting from scratch with runners every couple of months because it just reminds me of the things that don't come naturally to people who are starting brand new running programs or you know a lot of different programs in general. And it helps me to go back and refresh my mind, refresh the soulmates who are the runners who have already been through this, who are currently working on their next goals in one of our um, private Facebook groups. Um, We are doing their training plans and moving beyond the 5K, but having the new runners kind of make the comments and ask the same questions that I did when when I first started and that the runners in my soulmates for a life group used to ask when they first started it's just such a great refresher and reminder and I wanted to get on and talk about some of the things that I may have mentioned here and there in the podcast earlier but it's so important I think we need to hear it often and I know that it was helpful to me to kind of revisit these ideas when the questions started popping up from the new runners but I thought you all would benefit from reviewing that going over that a little bit too and so one of the comments that's always made is things start to get harder and new runners start to panic because you start to dabble in your uncomfortable zone. And if you guys remember back to a previous podcast, we talked a lot about how getting uncomfortable is a necessity. It's 100% a necessity. It's not just about embracing discomfort because you have to. It really is, it's about understanding that without that discomfort, without the ability to say like, oh, that was hard, you're not going to grow. 
you could sit in easy your whole life. You could sit in easy for the rest of your life, right? Go for a walk. And if it's easy, then continue walking. And that's what you can do for the rest of your life. But those of you who are listening to this or who signed up for the program know that you're ready for the next level. And in order to climb to that next level, you have to be willing to get uncomfortable. You can't move the needle forward sitting in comfort. So the fact that you are feeling discomfort if you're starting something new is great. It's great. It means you're growing. And so maybe you think, yeah, but I wasn't ready to be uncomfortable yet. I should be able to do, you know, X, Y, and Z week one. Or I should be able to do at least this. Well, guess what? You can't. Your body's not ready for it. And so you have to get uncomfortable. And regardless of what phase of your training plan you're in and how you're getting uncomfortable, getting uncomfortable just means that your body's being pushed beyond its current limits. And so what we have to do is we have to find the next limit. We have to find the next level of comfort so that we can then find the discomfort because that's how it works. And so it does not matter when your discomfort starts to kick in. All that matters is that you start embracing it and realizing that, okay, I found my point. I'm starting to grow now and I'm ready for it. Like bring it on because eventually this uncomfortable becomes your comfortable. It's inevitable. It will become your comfortable. And then you'll be looking for the next level of uncomfortable and next level of uncomfortable. And here's the thing. Even if you make it to your ultimate goal, like for this group right now, their ultimate goal right now is to run a 5K at the end of March, which will be after about 11 weeks of training. And if that's their ultimate goal, um, newsflash, after you hit that 5K goal, you're going to want to see what else you can do. Now, whether it's with distance or whether it's with speed, you're going to want to start getting uncomfortable. It's kind of addictive. You kind of miss the push, right? Of, I wonder if I can do it. I wonder how far I can go. I wonder if I can go faster. And so I always say that at the end of the program, you guys are going to be asking next, either you'll be asking yourself, how far do I want to go or how fast do I want to go? And that's really just a matter, in my opinion, of determining what season of life you're in and what amount of time you can commit to training. Because everyone is capable. Everyone is capable of going farther and everyone is capable of going faster. It's just a matter of what kind of discomfort you're going to seek. And so I wouldn't ask the question thinking about, you know, for me, this, the smartest way or the wisest way to think about this wouldn't be deciding whether you enjoy running fast or you enjoy running farther. Um, I would take into consideration your lifestyle and where you are right now. If you feel like you have the time to commit to longer training, like beyond a 10K training, maybe half marathon training or beyond that marathon training, then dabbling in distance is something that's really cool to explore. You can train all the way up to a 10K with not much more time committed, honestly, because by the time you get into farther distances, you're also running faster and you're running for more segments of time. So it's not a huge time differential between a 5K and a 10K, especially if you're a brand new runner into a 5K, because you're doing a lot of walking at first. Um, and then by the time you get to the 10K, you're doing a lot more jogging. So it kind of evens out. So, um, But when you start thinking about half marathon, 
when you start thinking about marathon, then you have to take into consideration what season, what's going on in your life at the time. Do you have that kind of time to commit to it? Because at this point, if you're going beyond a 10K, you are looking at some weekend long runs that are going to take over an hour to get done and closer, you know, towards the end of the training plan, probably closer to two hours and so on for the half marathon. And then when you're talking marathon, you're going to be going up to, you know, at the end of your training, you're going to be running for several hours on the weekend. And you're going to be running for a couple of hours during at least once during the week. And so um, it's something to consider. Is it doable for you? Those of you listening to this, those of you who are either in the program, contemplating starting the program in spring, because I know several of you have reached out to me about that, or if you're doing your own thing, um, you all have the ability to do it. You guys know that. I believe that wholeheartedly that you have the ability. It does not take some unicorn person to be able to run a half marathon or even a marathon. It just takes a decision of committing the time and then going through the steps, the appropriate steps at the appropriate you know, pace. But you have the ability. So the question is then, do you have the time to commit to it? Because if you have the time and you have the ability, then I say, heck yes, give it a shot. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like the experience of running an endurance in an endurance sport like a half marathon or even a marathon. There's nothing like it. It is so like you want to go soul searching. You want to find yourself holy cow. I mean, you'll find yourself training for a 5K. You'll learn about yourself training for a 10K. Like you will discover so many things about yourself. But if you really want to dig deep, you really want to dig in there and see what you can do, build your self-confidence, your self-esteem and say like, can I really do this? Train for a half marathon. It'll blow your mind. It will. And then you'll be wondering if you can do a marathon and the answer is yes. However, if you are at a point where it's just the time to commit to it is 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 really hard to come by now i think everybody has 30 minutes three times a week which is what it takes to get started and to get yourself to a 5k but if you into a 10k i think everybody has a time to train for a 10k i don't think that's a time question i think the time question comes into play when you're looking at half marathon to marathon to be honest um so if you are working with some time constraints then it might not be something that you work on right now, but you should still set a goal of, I think everyone should try to get to the 10K. Honestly, personally, if you've done a 5K for the very first time, I say try it because it is the next level and it's just a, a little bit of a different mindset in your running. So doable, doable time-wise, doable physically. It's just, it breaks you beyond that distance that is the most common, the most popular for new runners, which is the 5K. Um, and so it just allows you to kind of stretch your legs a little bit and say, I wonder, I just wonder. And if you are brand, brand new and you're on week two or you're on week three or wherever you are and you're listening to this and you're like, has she lost her mind? Please just get me to a 5K. Like, yes, of course, that's how it starts. We're getting to a 5K. But I, I encourage you always to think outside of the box and to take a step out of your comfort zone and to just allow yourself to dream a little bit. Like what could this be for you? What could it mean for you? What if you did decide you wanted to go a little bit farther? And it's pretty exciting when you do that. And there's also the other avenue. I said you would ask, do I want to go farther? Do I want to go faster? And I would encourage you, 
if you do decide to err on the the training that is less time less of a time commitment then you need to set some time goals you need to start tracking some paces and you need to start journaling those so that you can see your growth and progress because it's crazy you guys so i've been training for you guys know this story i've been training for a marathon i finished the half marathon point and i'm beyond that now but what's crazy to me is i have not done any speed work i have not tried to do any speed work and when I say speed work, I mean I haven't done specific exercises to gain speed on my runs, but it doesn't matter. I really have gained some speed and my paces are better than they've been in a long time. And I'm not working at it. I'm just showing up. And so what's cool is that when you track that in your journal and you can see that progress you're making, it's so motivating because what happens is you get to the 5K, right? And I know my soulmates for life can relate to this. You get to the 5K. And if you were to go into what we call maintenance, um, it's it's so, it's it's really fun and you love the consistency. You know, you love the camaraderie, the accountability. But the component of the I wonder if part, like that mystery of can I do this, feeling yourself grow and get out of your comfort zone, it kind of, you don't have it as much when you're working on the same distance. So you have to find that magic. You have to find that that goal that's going to drive you forward. And if you are looking at continuing with the same distance, then you need to start tracking your time. And not that you have to do some crazy speed workouts because I just told you that by showing up naturally for your runs each week, you will get faster. And it's just so fun to watch that. And so if you are sticking to a shorter distance and a less of a time commitment, then track those paces, track your overall time, but track also your mile pace and allow yourself to watch the growth that happens with your speed because that's pretty cool too. And for me, and I mentioned this in my last conversation, for me, I've recognized that after this marathon, I'm probably going to drop back down to training for half marathons, but I will definitely be tracking my pace. And that will be a new, exciting goal for me. And it's also a great idea to go back and forth, right? Like you can work on your shorter distances, gain some speed, um, and then maybe dabble into some longer distances. It's, you know, that's what's so great about running is that you have so many goals that you can set, achievable goals, they don't take years to happen, and then you can plan some celebratory races where you get to do some actual races with runners and a start line, a finish line, a medal, and track those those finishes and see how you do, and it's so motivating, and then you start over, right? You don't have to start from scratch, and my winter warriors aren't going to start from scratch for their spring training because they're going to be busting a move. You wait until, I can't wait. When it starts to get sunny out and the days are longer, coming out of winter training is like, I don't know, a bear coming out of hibernation. So they're going to be coming out of winter training and thinking like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. It was so beautiful outside. The runs will still have their the hard moments, and they'll still dig deep and push hard, but it's like... It's like when you're on a drive, and I may have used this analogy before, but I love it because it's so relevant. If you've ever driven somewhere and you've traveled through the night or you've left so early in the morning that it's dark and you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I could pull over right now and fall asleep. But then you keep driving and then the sun comes up and then all of a sudden it feels like a brand new day and you feel like a brand new person just because the sun came out. That happens in the spring and I can't wait for it. I can't wait to watch all these new runners. This is my first group who started training in the winter 
And so I can't wait to watch them come into the spring with this training behind them, with this training under their belt, because they are amazing. And let me tell you something. I will say, so we call our, we call ourselves soulmates, like S-O-L-E, like a shoe soul. And we call ourselves REPA runners. And we are a different breed. And I talk about this often, but because I get to help grow these runners from scratch, because the runners that come to me are non-runners when we start, even if they were former runners in the past, at the time when they start with me, they are not runners. They would not call themselves runners. They wouldn't consider themselves runners. And they start, and we, we start right away in our training with what I consider ultra marathon mindset. It took me all the way until I started running ultra marathons, which is distances over 26.2 miles, to embrace what it meant to be uncomfortable and to do things that people might think are extreme or weird or, you know, like, what are you doing running all those miles? But you can have that mindset in the very beginning. And what it has done is I feel like we've created this group of runners, this group of individuals who see themselves completely differently. And here's how it's happened. I challenge them to embrace discomfort and to do things in unconventional ways. I had in this week alone, four, wait, one, two, three, four, five runners show up for one of their workouts this week and run in their work clothes. I kid you not. Like just putting their running shoes on and running in whatever clothes they had. Now it was all for different reasons. For one person it's because they had to go to work immediately following the run. So they ran in their work clothes and running shoes and then changed their shoes and went straight to work. Um, another runner left their clothes, they packed their bag to run after work and left um, their running pants at home. But instead of saying, oh, I can't do my run today, decided to run in khakis in the running shoes. And um, another runner who was just very unmotivated, it was a long day at work, didn't wanna go, decided on her walk back to the car because she was someone, uh, her partner from the group, because we partnered up this month, sent her a message about like, are you going to run today? And she was like, oh, okay. Put her running shoes on and went right there on campus in her work clothes. And so to be this type of unconventional runner, it just means that you decided that you're not sitting around and waiting for the perfect scenario. You're not waiting for it to be warm out to run. You're not waiting for the perfect outfit, for the perfect time of day, having had the perfect meal and the perfect situation because it never, ever comes. It doesn't come. And then you sit and you wait for that motivation to happen. The motivation will not show up unless the action happens. I know. It's like counterintuitive. But you will not be motivated if you don't get your butt moving. It just won't happen. You want to get motivated? Move your butt. Get out there and run. Get out there and walk. It's going to motivate you. I promise. Um... Kelly, who you guys know, is a dear friend of mine and also the person who brought me into the running world years ago. 
she's running with us and she was very unmotivated today in her run and she and I were messaging back and forth about it but she went anyway you know she was disgruntled I don't want to go I don't want to run I just want to go home but went anyway and so I messaged her after and I said but Kel how's your motivation now after she had gone she was like I'm so pumped up I can't wait for my next run that wouldn't have happened if she decided to to go home and cuddle on the couch instead of going out for her run but she is so pumped up she set goals for her next run all of that from just moving even when she didn't want to so here we are with this group of runners who defy excuses right so we basically look for reasons that people say yeah I can't run today and we put ourselves in those scenarios and do it anyway to show ourselves that we are in control of our life and our choices that's that is our decision we're not letting life happen to us right like oh I didn't I didn't bring my pants I can't run today like nope life doesn't happen to us man I didn't bring my pants well I have my running shoes here I go and we figure out how to make it happen we run in the dark we run with flashlights we run in the snow we run it early in the morning we run with strollers we run alone we run with friends we run with kids we run before work we run during work we run on lunch breaks we run while we work we run literally you name the scenario the soulmates or rapper runners have run through it and it's just because it's a mindset and all it takes is embracing discomfort stop waiting for perfection getting out there and getting uncomfortable knowing that uncomfortable is exactly what you want that is the goal you're trying to reach and knowing that you are so much tougher than you think you are because people think they can't do things like this in fact everybody who signs up with me in the beginning everyone who does the challenge thinks yeah but I don't think I can do this and all of the doubts are just they're just kind of swimming in all of these doubts and you know I, I basically say that I will give you the confidence that you need to do this like that's my job that's my role in all of this is I will remind you daily that you have what it takes to do this all you have to do is keep showing up three times a week and checking that box and as long as you keep showing up I will be there to remind you that it is exactly how it's supposed to feel that is exactly how uncomfortable you're supposed to be it is okay that you're sore it is okay that you're tired it is okay that you don't want to go you don't have to want to go in order to go and I will remind you that going is what you need in order to be motivated and that's my job so I come here and I give that and I give that and I give that to the runners who just feel like they're waiting for the ball to drop I'm just waiting for this there to be something wrong with me and that will prove to me that I can't do this we will get to a week and then that will be the week when I can't make it anymore and guess what it doesn't happen it doesn't happen and that's where everyone gets lit up and gets excited to move on to the next week and to dig deeper and push harder and say like maybe she's right and then at some point begin to embrace like okay all right she was actually telling the truth I really can do this and then mind blown the way you see yourself is different the way you show up is different your confidence is different I mean come on these runners who are running in their work clothes on campus or around around their building or who are running on their lunch break and then coming back wiping their sweat off changing their clothes and getting back to work like you have to have confidence to do that and you build that confidence by showing yourself 
that all of this is possible and that you don't have to sit and wait for perfect to happen because it's not coming. And so if you allow yourself to get into that place where you're not waiting for perfect and you're showing up and being the weird one who's running in the rain or, oh my gosh, look at them. They're out there running in the cold and say, who cares? You wish you were doing it because anybody who would take the time to make fun of that wishes they were doing it because they're unhappy. And guess what? It's not going to be other runners because running makes you happy. I assure you, if you pass a runner either in the car or if somebody's running past you, they're going to be high-fiving you either for real or in their mind because they already run and runners are happy people and runners are kind people and they will be cheering for you saying like, you, you get it, you get it, get it done because that's what runners think. And so if there's ever a part of you that wonders, what will people think? Or I don't want to run in front of other people. I don't want to run in front of any runners. You better believe that if a runner sees you, they're going to say in their mind or out loud, great job getting out today. Because that's how they feel. I can't tell you how many runners through my life have said things to me, you know, especially if I'm out there if I'm out there doing it at strange times or inconvenient times, you know, whether it's pushing a stroller or um, if it's snowing or raining, like people just say like, you know, good for you, get it done. And that's the people who say that are the people who take care of themselves and they're happy as well. So we're not going to worry about the people who say ugly or unkind things because they're just not happy people because they wish they were taking care of themselves. That's it. Bottom line. So just, you know, again, one of those things that starts to pop up with new, new runners is that I don't know. I don't want other people to see me like, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And so what if they knew before that you weren't a runner and now you're trying something new? So, but they're going to know I'm brand new to this. Well, then maybe they will be inspired because think about who inspired you. Who inspired you to listen to this podcast? Who inspired you to take the leap and sign up for a program? Who inspired you to try to become a new runner? Somebody inspired you, and guess what? It probably wasn't someone like me who's been running for 15 years. It was probably somebody who started for the very first time, and you saw it, and you didn't say like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you started running. You said, huh, I wonder if I could do that. I can't tell you guys, and I talk about this in the challenge a lot, I can't tell you how many people reach out to me and say, I want to do this. Tina, I want to do this. Put me on the list. I want to do this. I'm going to do this. Tina, I need this. Tina, I'm going to do this. But then when it comes time, for one reason or another, they make a decision that they don't think they can do it. Honestly, they don't think they can do it or they don't think they're worth it. They don't think, they don't think that they have enough value to be able to make the investment financially or to make the investment with their time or taking away from their family's time. Whatever it is, it's either one of two things. They don't value themselves. They don't hold their value high enough to give themselves this gift or they don't have enough confidence to think that they can even attempt to do this and succeed and they kind of sit back and I think that those people probably watch everybody who is succeeding and everybody who does step forward and there's I bet there is so much regret in there thinking like why didn't I just do it why didn't I just do it why didn't I just sign up because that could be me and it's true it could be you just have to make the decision 
You just have to make the decision to, to show up. That's it, to show up. And I, I'm just so proud of, of these runners who have stepped up because they were uncomfortable too. I know that because they were talking to me the whole time. Tina, do you really think I can do this? Do you really think I can do this? I just don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening. But they decided to do it anyway. And that's the first step of embracing discomfort. Think about it. If our whole mission statement is get comfortable being uncomfortable so that you can grow into the person that you want to be, well then that's actually the first step is putting yourself out there, signing up for a group and saying, okay, let's see what happens. And there are so many uncomfortable feelings. They're still happening right now. There are so many doubts going on in the new runners who just started. There are so many doubts and it's totally normal. Do I expect that? Yes. Will they move beyond it? Yes. But like I said, that's why I'm here to make sure that they do. I'm going to prove to them that this is something they can do and their mind's going to be blown and I can't wait. So if you haven't done something recently to get yourself uncomfortable, whether physically, whether with running, whether it was at work, in a social situation, maybe you haven't had a difficult conversation or you haven't forced yourself to try something new, I encourage you to do it because that's what living is all about. I really mean that. That's what living is all about. You have to have progress in life in order to feel fulfilled. To feel like you're living a fulfilled life, you have to be making progress and you make progress by getting uncomfortable. You make progress by doing new things. And so I encourage you to start living a little bit more this week by choosing something that makes you uncomfortable and doing it anyway. And showing up, stretching yourself, making yourself dig deep, and pushing yourself a little bit farther past where you are right now. And then take a deep breath and smile and remind yourself that this is how you should feel while you're living. Because you push yourself past that discomfort. You don't sit on the other side of comfort and say, why did I do that? I'm so uncomfortable now. Like, no, that's not the way it works. You push yourself past that comfortable line and you step into uncomfortable. You finish up and you turn around and you say, hell yes. Look what I just did. Look what I just did. I wonder if I can take that next step. Because that's what happens. And then the way you see yourself changes. All right, you guys. I can't wait to hear about it. I would absolutely love if we, you would follow me on Instagram if you don't already at Run With Tina Reppa or follow me on Facebook, Tina Reppa Running. Message me and let me know how you got uncomfortable. Message me and let me know how it made you feel. I live for it. I live for it. I get to experience it with these runners all the time. But if there's something outside of running or if you've decided to start a new running program because you've been inspired to do so, tell me about it because I live for you guys. And I just I just want to see you stretching yourselves a little bit farther than you think you could make it. And I want to cheer for you. So let me know how you're doing. All right, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week, a wonderful rest of your day, a wonderful run if you're finishing up your run right now. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about.
I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.